Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at James chapter number four, and we have been really enjoying this study. The study has gotten very pointed from James's perspective to us. Under the inspiration of Scripture, Scripture has pointed out in our hearts that our problems started within us. James says this, where does the wars and fightings come among you? Where, where are they coming from? He said, they're coming from inside you, and he gives us the prescription. He says, he gives grace to the humble. How do we struggle with the friendship of the world, and how do we struggle with the the lusts and desires within us? Well, they struggle because pride has boiled up. We see in verse number six, he gives more grace. He giveth more grace, and I'm so thankful for the grace of God in our life, that divine enablement to help us live in victory. We see that the Bible says God resists the proud. James is trying to teach these dear folks that there is great need to humble ourselves. And he says we need to draw nigh to God and and he'll draw nigh to us. But this is the beautiful part. He tells us to cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. He tells us to, to, to let go of the world and cling to God. But now he gets even more pointed. He gets us to the point to where now we have a resolution of this matter. He says, be afflicted, verse number nine, and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. We hope to get a little further than that, but we want to get through these and bring a resolution to what James has been addressing, the seriousness of friendship with the world, the seriousness of unchecked lust in our lives and desires that we just go and and do whatever, whatever pleases us. He says, be afflicted and mourn and weep. A dear friend of mine, Pastor Ken Bartholomew, he was the pastor of the church that I got saved at, and he used to quote this verse often enough that I have since remembered it, and it has been something that I I hold near and dear to me. He says, fools make a mock at sin. We know that's in the book of Proverbs, and Solomon was, was sharing that with us, but we know this, that sin is no laughing matter. Sin is no laughing matter. You look back at history, and you will find time and time again of societies that have become so wicked and and so uh, sinful that they have lost their moral compass. We are living in a time right now where we have been chosen for such a time as this to live in this wicked day. And now we get to see how people just see some of the most uh, perverted and wicked things, and they, they find it humorous. We should never make a mock at sin. You know, I was driving some time ago and seen a lady very uh, inebriated on drugs. I, I didn't find it funny as her children were looking at her as she was in another dimension, really. 
And if you know what I'm talking about, you, you understand. It's not funny to see people stumble and, and drink and, and be so drunk that they don't understand where they are. You, you, you drive into neighborhoods where people are so high, they're, they're, they're like zombies. This is not humorous. We need a, a, a dose of serious revival. And Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones said this, go and read history of revivals again. Watch the individuals at the beginning, and, and there is one thing that is always happening. They begin to see what a terrible, appalling thing sin is in the sight of God. They temporarily even forget the state of the church. They forget their own anguish, but it is the thought of the sin in, sight, in the sight of God. There has never been a revival, but that some of the people, especially at the beginning, had visions of the holiness of God and the sinfulness of sin. How many of us have gotten to the place to where we see the, the deep depravity of our sin? We see the wickedness of our sin. There are times in our life where we get to where we're so callous, but it's now, it's time for us to break up the hardened ground, the fallow ground, and, and seek the Lord today. And this is what James is saying. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning. This is no laughing matter, James says. He says, you need to mourn over your sin, mourn over your state, because this, this is why. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. We need to fall in the hands of God and say, God, restore us. David said this, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. There are inevitably times that we will come into a place where we understand that we have made a mistake, but day after day, we need to return back to Calvary. Maybe some of you are familiar with the uh, story of Pilgrim's Progress and where Christian is, is running from the city of destruction and he, he, he runs into a man called Evangelist. He's carrying that great burden and he realizes the only place he can get rid of it is at Calvary. Now, could I tell you, my friend, there is, there is a time where each of us need to visit Calvary, and that's where we meet Jesus himself, and we, we, we put our faith, we put our trust in him, and we come to know that his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. And my friend, could I tell you that all of us today, as we are looking to the great God that he is, need to understand that when we got saved, many of us understood that our sins were paid for both past, present, and future. But when we are living in sin, we need, like James says, to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift us up. But this is where he, he gets to address in verse number 11. He says, speak not evil one of another. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judges the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver 
Who is able to save and destroy? Who art thou that judgest? He's getting back to our speech. Isn't that interesting how James returns back to the tongue? Speaking evil of our brothers, judging our brothers. He said, you don't need to put your eyes on them. There's one in control, and we need to allow him to be the, the lawgiver. He is both the executive branch and the legislative branch. He's the one that gave it. He's the one that enacts it. But you know what he says? There's only one who is able to save and destroy. Instead of puffing yourself up in pride, putting yourself at the place to where you're the one judging what's right and wrong, he says this. Look to Jesus. There is one lawgiver who's able to save and destroy. He's the one that that said, you know what, the Old Testament system, that old covenant of the sacrificial system, that's in the past. But Jesus Christ, who was put on Calvary, he was the one nailed to a cross and and bore that, that sin for all mankind. He is the one who we turn to. So let's take our mouths, let's take our minds and take them off of other people. Look at our sin and see the seriousness of our sin. See, Christian, fellow believer, we need to look to Jesus every day. Oh, how good he is to us each day. As we are looking to Jesus and we are seeing his goodness, we understand how merciful and how great he is. James is reminding us as we humble ourselves, we see our our seriousness of our sin, we realize that Jesus was the one who paid it all. We are really worthy of nothing. We are actually indebted to him. And we are actually guilty and we we deserve hell. And yet he delivered us. So as we go about today, could we be encouraged about the cross? It's about the cross. And understand that Jesus Christ is the one that delivers us. But don't take sin lightly. We want revival. We are going to need a fresh dose of the holiness of God. So until then, until the next time, God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.